Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by Coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It is the Morning Five for Tuesday, July 12th, 2022. And... As always, it's brought to you by the Parian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E. N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Bryce, we've got a day today that I know that you're going to be so into, but I'm not. Big time. Today, today is National Pecan Pie Day. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo, baby. Yes, sir, Bob. Sign me up for that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a... I, not a big fan of pecans to begin with and definitely not a big fan of pecan pies so well, that's because you're not a southerner so you know that's well let's main, be real main... yes i am no you're not no you're not you don't like pecans get the hell out if you're a true southerner you like pecans i mean it's as simple as that do you like cornbread i'll ask you that do you like cornbread uh Sometimes it's not. I'll oh, see. The right answer there is yes, Billy. You're, that's just, it's disappointing. <laughs> that is a disappointing answer. Um, I love pecan pie, man. That was uh, that was like one of the staples for dessert uh, growing up with my grandmother. She used to make some delicious pie like that. And I like the uh, I like the rolls. Did you ever have the like the logs, like the pecan logs? Like they were like um, oh, what was in the middle of them? Oh, I don't remember what was in the middle of them, but it was like a I don't know, a rolled up caramel pecan log thing. No, they were they were awesome. I, I love. I, I trying to think. Pecan pie might be my favorite dessert. Maybe maybe next to blueberry yum yum, but it's pretty good. It's one of the only desserts I will never turn down. And Bryce, I know that you're not going to be upset about this, but starting today, we are doing a countdown. Oh, I thirty. Love it. Eight days until high school football begins regular season wise. I know you're pumped. I can't wait, dude. You know the uh you know the like the little time capsule. Have you ever seen the movie Passengers with um Chris yeah. Pratt? Okay. Yeah. So can we get one of those time capsules that like freezes you and then you just wake up on the day that you want to wake up on? Um can we get that <laughs> and like set it to thirty seven days? You know, I can just sleep through the next thirty seven days. I can't wait, man. I I love I love all types of sports. Everybody on here knows that, uh, but football is probably my favorite sport in the entire world. And football season, unfortunately, it marks the end of summer usually, but it does mark the beginning of the greatest four months in the entire year, in my opinion. I can't wait. I love it. All right, let's get to the Braves. Uh, a couple points before we get to the actual game last night. Something we should have talked about yesterday. Braves are sending five players to Los Angeles next week for the All-Star game. Ronald Acuna will start in the outfield, while William Contreras will also be a starter as the DH for the National League. Uh, Dansbay, Little D, and Maximum Freed are the others that are going, as well as Snit being the skipper for the National League. So congratulations to those five five Braves. Didn't we say two... Did we say two and a half All-Stars? 
Uh, one and a half all stars. I don't know. I think we said two and a half, and I think we both went over. I can find that later today, but yeah, I think I think we I think we said two and a half, um, and we both went way 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 over because as we know, the all star game is not a reflection of who's actually the best player. It is a reflection of who has the most fans. Uh, yep. And the Braves do have a massive amount of fans and kind of weird that that Dansby didn't make it but I, I put no validity in all-star games or making the all-star game anymore it is a uh, it's a fan popularity contest um, I, I this might be an unpopular opinion I hate the all-star game I don't watch the all-star game I haven't watched the all-star game in years uh, I usually tune in for the home run derby because that's fun but I do have a way we could make the home run derby even more fun uh, let these guys swing metal bats I'd love to see that it's a show who cares you know um, but yeah, good, good on those uh, on those players. Somebody would die the... in the outfield. Yeah, you, like, you couldn't you couldn't have the kids out the there ball, like a shot. I mean, there were, somebody would die. You couldn't have the kids out in the outfield anymore. That is a given. And I don't even know if you could have fans in the stands like ten rows up in the outfield, depending on what ballpark you did it on. Uh, but dude, wouldn't that be fun to just see see these monsters in the MLP? Oh, no doubt. Just yak five hundred foot home runs with aluminum bats. It'd be it'd be fun to do, um, but yeah, congratulations to all those. Ronald Acuna Jr. I believe is the only starter. Oh no, Contreras is a starter because he's starting at DH. Yep. Um, Acuna, you know, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna say another probably unpopular thing here. Acuna probably the most undeserving starter on any of the All Star rosters. Absolutely. There. I mean, yep. I love I love Ronnie, hometown kid. I'll always cheer for him. Completely undeserving of that starting position. I'd rather see Michael Harris starting at center field for the NL All Stars than Ronnie. Uh, love the guy. Always cheer for him. Doesn't deserve an all-star starting position this year. Uh, William Contreras is going to be starting with his brother, Wilson Contreras. How cool and is that, dude? That's the first time two brothers have started in, on the same team in the all-star game since Sandy and, and Robbie Alomar, 92, 93, oh, somewhere around there. That's cool, man. That's just yeah. like just to think of them as brothers. And I, I don't know. Uh, that's, that's really neat. That's just – that's something – that is absolutely amazing. Two brothers. That's what we're going to call it. Two brothers. Yep. And speaking of the All-Star game and the Home Run Derby, Ronald Acuna will be in the Home Run Derby this year. So. Yeah. That'll be interesting. It'll be somebody for my kids to cheer for. That's fine. Yeah. All right. Uh, Braves made a trade with the Kansas City Royals for the 35th overall pick in Sunday's draft. The Braves are sending three minor league players, including t- former top prospect Drew Waters, to Kansas City. Ugh. I I get it. Drew Waters was some somebody that I was kind of pumped to see. And, you know, he was in Gwinnett and he was struggling, though. So, yeah. And that outfield is so congested right now. Like, I mean, there's not going to be a place for that kid to play for a while in our outfield. And. I believe they said they rated the 35th pick overall at a $2.2 million price tag. So yes, that's essentially what that pick is worth. So, I, you know, we'll see. I have, I have faith in, in double a man. He's, he, he's done great things. And after the whole Freddie Freeman debacle, all the information came out. I have even more faith in him that I don't think he screwed up any part of that deal. Um, I think that was Freddie's agent that had the main part in it. So yeah, I, I have full faith in AA that uh, this trade is going to make us better in the future. And finally, the uh, Braves returned Adam Duvall from the paternity leave and, and selected the contract of Robinson Cano. Robinson Cano 
will wear the number 22. In order to make room for this, Phil Gosselin was uh, DFA'd and Mike Ford was sent back to AAA Gwinnett. Hey, Phil. Hey, Phil. Get the hell out of the organization. That's all I have to say about him. <laughs> all right, let's get to the game last night. Braves fall to the Mets 4-1. Uh, it was not a good day for the Bats. But then, again, when you face Max Scherzer, who is lights out for the Mets, seven innings pits, one earned, nine Ks, it's hard to get anything going. Um, the only one, the one run was Austin Riley. Austin Riley's lone RBI uh, with a solo shot in the seventh. Freed pitched well, but not great. Um, five innings pitched, two earned, five Ks. I think he had five walks, too. Uh, he had traffic on the bases almost every inning. It was just not a good day for the Braves. Um, you know, let's let's wipe it clean and get, and get back to it tomorrow. I mean, you look at that, and we said it. It wasn't a good game for the Braves, and it wasn't Freed's best outing. They only gave up four runs. I mean, when you can go out there and only give up four runs, do a little damage limitation. I know we lost four to one. It, you know, wins and losses are all that matters. Um, but, I mean, when you go out there and you don't have a good day and you only lose by three runs, and nine of the hardest 11 hits in the ball game were by the Braves, and all nine of them were outs. Uh, and a lot of the bloop hits that the Mets got just happened to be when people were on base. So... I thought it was a great game. It was competitive. It was entertaining. I don't take a ton away from it. Uh, I still believe that the Braves are going to win this series. I think we're going to rattle off two wins and win this series uh, and get back to a half game back of the Mets. Um, Scherzer pitched great, but that's what that's what future Hall of Famers do. And Robbie Cano got two hits while the Mets were paying him against the Mets. So that is a good night for the Met, for the Braves on that part. But uh, I think the biggest takeaway, dude, we got to get Ronnie going. One for four again last night. We got to yeah. get him going. That's a that's a big he is, key. Matt, he Matt is also four strikeouts as well. Going. Yeah, and I don't know why, dude. I you know a lot of people say that the home run derby messes up people's swings. So maybe it'll do the complete opposite effect on Ronnie. Maybe he'll get out there and yank a couple home runs and and get him rolling. Because I mean, honestly, since the beginning of July, I mean, he just he hasn't been. He had a hot start. But since the beginning of July, man, he has just not been not been hitting consistently, I would say. So, you know, I hope he gets it rolling. We need him. Uh, we need him if we're going to make a push, especially with Ozzy out. So I have full faith in him. Kids, kids, are, uh, very, very talented. So he'll get it rolling. And uh, I have I have all faith that the Braves are going to win this series 2-1. All right. Bryce, you got the New York Giants to start talking about today. Yeah, so we start or we continue our NFL preview today with the NFC East. We're going to start off with the New York football giants. Uh, They come into the season with a new head coach and a new GM. Brian Dayball looks to try and right the ship that has gone way, way off course. The Giants have one playoff win in the past decade and have double digit losses in their past in their past five straight seasons. And this was a franchise, I don't know, probably 15 years ago that was sort of the mark of consistency the Giants were always up there they were always competitive they are always good and they've just fallen off a cliff really since Eli Manning left Uh, is Daniel Jones the answer at quarterback co-owner John Mara said we've done everything we could to screw this kid up and he's absolutely spot on I mean from coaching instability to lack of talent to an abysmal offensive line the damage they've done to him may be on may be beyond repair I think Daniel Jones is really talented, but I'm not sure what he has left in the tank after the Giants essentially have 
screwed him up the first couple of years of his career. Uh, the Giants have tried to fix their offense a bit this offseason, though, signing veteran offensive linemen John Feliciano, Mike Lewinsky, and Max Garcia uh, while drafting Evan Neal. That shows they've identified the weakness and they are at least trying to work on it. That offensive line last year was abysmal. Uh, it was not as bad as the Falcons' offensive line, Billy, but it was very, very close. It was a very, very bad offensive line. Uh, the wide receiver core and running back room are both talented, but unfortunately, extremely injury prone. Saquon Barkley, Kenny Galladay, Sterling Shepard, and Kadarius Toney. That's a pretty good group of talented wide receivers and running backs right there. Uh, very, very talented running back room. Very, very talented wide receiver room. But they have combined, all of those players have combined to miss a total of 54 games in the past two seasons. I don't care how talented you are. The best, uh, you got to be on the field to make plays. And if you're vastly talented sitting on the sideline, it doesn't matter. Saquon Barkley and Christian McCaffrey are kind of the same player right there. Very talented, always injured. Uh, the Giants did add Kavion Thibodeau to their team in the draft, who they hope uh, to pair. Do what? Oh, yeah. Massive stud. Uh, they hope to pair with Aziz Olajari to make a terrifying combination at Will and Sam linebackers. Uh, newly hired defensive coordinator Don Martindale should thrive with the amount of pass rushers he has to use in New York. But his style of defense lends itself to leaving the secondary vulnerable, which isn't great on a team that is very, very thin at DB. So that'll be interesting to watch. I think they're going to have a great pass rush, but they are very thin at DB. So it'll be interesting to see how they balance that. The Giants right now are 25th in the preseason power rankings. They have the second easiest schedule in the NFL. And I predict they will go 7-10 and 10 in the NFC East and finish in dead last. Second easiest and they're going seven and ten yeah that do that that the defense i don't believe is going to be very good and the offense is just a big question mark man because they have talented people but they're just always injured i'm, I'm still not sure what daniel jones is i think daniel jones has a pretty decent ceiling but i don't know if he can get there you know it's that offensive yeah. line it was like tissue paper last year the skill positions are always injured i I don't know. The Giants are a massive question mark this year. They're a huge question mark for me. Okay. Yep. What about and the next, Washington Commies? Well, I think they're going to be a little bit better than the Giants. Uh, it, it really depends on Carson Wentz, honestly, that they traded for this offseason. What's new in 2022 for the Commies? New logo, new nickname, new quarterback? Same old dysfunctional crappy team that has poop dripping from the pipes on fans. Uh, the Commies should be a bit uh, be a bit better on offense, though. Um, with Carson Wentz stepping up for Tyler Heineke, his ability to throw the deep ball to the number one wide receiver, Scary Terry, and stretch the field should give Washington a nice offensive option that wasn't really there last year. Heineke is a very good, serviceable quarterback. I equate him to a little bit lesser of an Alex Smith. Carson Wentz has a higher ceiling than Heineke, but he has a much, much lower floor than Heineke, in my opinion. He's a boomer bust type kid. Uh, Scary Terry can't do it all himself, though. He'll need a number two wide receiver to step up and help carry the load. Terry McLaurin also needs quality attempts, something that was an issue last season. Only 62.7% of his 130 targets last year were catchable. Per PFF, that is the lowest in the league for a wide receiver with a minimum of 100 targets. So kind of no, no surprise that Scary Terry wanted to get out of Washington. He did sign that massive contract, though. He will be there for a little while. 
The running back room for Washington is vastly talented. Antonio Gibson, J.D. McKissick, and third-round draft pick Brian Robinson might be the most impressive backfield in the NFC East. Uh, I think they might be better than Dallas's backfield. Uh, Antonio Gibson, J.D. McKissick, and, the, and Brian Robinson, I think this year will probably be the best running back core in the NFC East. That's Washington's, yeah, yeah. Washington's defense, which is fifth against the rush last year, looks to capitalize on a healthy Chase Young and a hungry Montez Sweat to improve the pass defense, which finished 10th, and bring that unit as a whole up to a top 10 defense in the league, which I think the commies can reach. I think this defense is going to be very good this year, and I think they're going to have a top 10 overall defense in the league. I think they're going to rely heavily on the defense to keep low-scoring games and keep them in low-scoring games. Uh, Washington will have to improve defensively this year while losing their most valuable defensive weapon in the offseason in Landon Collins. Collins played the crucial Buffalo nickel role in a defensive package that the commies ran out more than 50% of the time last year, so they're going to have to figure out where they replace him. Um, they did draft two DBs that they think they're going to play in that Buffalo nickel position this year. Uh, the commies right now are 22nd in the preseason power rankings. They have the sixth easiest schedule in the NFL, and I predict they will go 9-8 and eight this year. They'll finish third in the NFC East, but a 9-8 and eight clip for the Washington commies this year I think will be a success over what they had last year. All right. So Let's get to the Marines house. Let's get to the Marine South scoreboard. Uh, last night in the NBA, the Hawks lost to the Pelicans 101 to 73. Just another Yeesh. abysmal uh, night on the offensive front for for the Hawks. Just that's that's a no bueno. No, no bueno at all. Uh, the National League East Cards beat the Phillies six to one, and the Pirates beat the Marlins five to one. So good on the Cards and the Pirates for doing the business that we're supposed to be doing. Um, but something I noticed yesterday, and, and I'm going to kind of tie this into the Stumpet Games and Events calendar. The Cards beat the Phillies. So the Phillies ended a four-game set with the Cards on a Monday. Isn't that weird? I noticed and that too. Start, start a new series on Tuesday. It's just That's just strange to me. Was that that wasn't a rainout game or anything? Was it? I, I don't. I don't I think, think the so. Cards and Phillies have played yet. This that that was really weird. I did notice that, Billy. That was. I don't. I don't know if I've ever seen that. Honestly, it's very very odd. All right, uh, the Stumpy Games and Events calendar uh, for tonight. The in the NL East, the Pirates are at the Marlins at six forty. Mariners at the Nationals at 7.05. Phillies at the Blue Jays at 7.07. Yes, 7.07. That's the Blue Jays thing. And then the Mets at the Braves at 7.20. In the NBA, the Hawks face the Heat in Las Vegas at 7 p.m. Eastern time. So, five? Five It looks like, uh, yeah, it should be five Vegas time. It's on ESPN3. Uh, I didn't know these were on ESPN three. I am kind of bummed now. I think I think last night the it, the the Hawks Pelicans game was on NBA TV. Uh, I don't get that. I don't think I do uh, either. Yeah, I wonder if it's on. Uh, I wonder if it's on uh, NBA TV and ESPN three at the same time. Looks like it might be. That's pretty cool. I didn't know that. I'll have to check that out tonight. Oh no, Braves are playing the Mets. Never mind. I won't be watching that. <laughs> I won't be watching summer league <laughs> Hawks stuff. Never mind. <laughs> brain fart all right bryce uh you've got to talk about a brand new sponsor for another cup of coffee 
Yeah, we have another cup of coffee sponsored by Realtor Hannah, Hannah Strawn uh, with Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. Uh, if you need to buy or sell a home, look up Hannah on Facebook. She has her Realtor Facebook there, and we will be posting kind of a, uh, a, a who's who or know about the sponsors thing here later in the day today. We also have another new sponsor that we will reveal on Friday. Um, but yeah, another cup of coffee now sponsored by Realtor Hannah Strong. So I'm excited about that to have a Realtor on our side. Um, you know, if you live next to neighbors like I do, we have some neighbors that live behind us on a road, uh, you know, right behind us that are just super annoying. You know, their kids always come by and go in our yard and play and stuff. And it's, uh, it's, it's quite annoying. So, but yeah, new sponsor for another cup of coffee, dude. I'm excited. Yeah, that's awesome. Our appreciation to Hannah Strong with Robert Goolsby. So let's get to another cup uh last month or roger goodell says that the decision a decision regarding the destination of sunday tickets will be announced in the fall the longtime direct tv product is now being bidded on by amazon apple and disney Ooh, okay all right nfl sunday ticket the internet has it they already See, have it they've had it for the past like 10 years so right you know i've watched it on there so keep uh keep figuring out where you want to put it goodell I'm I'm kind of curious where it's going to be put on. Like, uh, what? So it's going to be on a, on a streaming network. Uh, Goodell said, but I'm kind of curious which one. Yeah, I guess you know people who actually plan on paying for it might care which streaming service it is on. Uh, I do not care. Put it on whatever streaming service you want. Uh, I will not be paying for it. <laughs> I, right. I will be watching it. I will not be paying for it. Uh, former Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice joins the new Denver Broncos ownership group. Just, I don't know, man. Like, Condi Rice just keeps getting her fingers in football, and it I don't know why it annoys me so much, but it does. She was a part of that the original um, college football playoff committee. And it's just, what? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I have. The only thing I know about her is uh, Dave Chappelle made fun of her in his first ever show on the Chappelle show. I, <laughs> I literally know zero about her. She's a politician of some sorts, I think. Right. Uh, Heinz Field in Pittsburgh is no longer going to be Heinz Field. It will be renamed Acrisure Stadium after the um, insurance agency. I, I don't know. I would assume so. Billy, yeah. over under one and a half times, the Enzers actually call it Acrisure Stadium and not Heinz Field. Oh, it's definitely going to be over. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I, I can't wait. I, I was kind of curious to see what Pat McAfee's opinion was going to be on this, but they didn't have a show yesterday. I was a little disappointed. I think they're off this week. Oh, all week? Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, man. Dang it. All right, well, they'll get back. They'll, they'll address it when they get back next week because I was – I, I want to hear him and Tone Diggs rant and rave over it. Uh, I can I can almost guarantee you they will never call it Acrisure Stadium. They will keep yeah. calling it Heinz Field. And finally, today in 1928, the first ever televised tennis match happened. Oof. And do, 19- do you know who was the commentator for that match? No. Our own Charles Jetmore. He was one of the guys who commentated <laughs> that, that TV match, so... 
Good on coach. Uh, I'll, I'll have to get the tape of it and, and watch it if they if they have it. So uh, yeah, congratulations. First ever televised tennis match. I, 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 I was trying to figure out what it was and where it was, but I couldn't find that information. And they just said today in 1928, first televised tennis match. I'm like, oh, can I have more information than that, please? Yeah, it didn't give you anything. Had to be Wimbledon, right? Because this is right around when Wimbledon is happening. You know, it, it fluctuates from year to year. Has to be Wimbledon. And I would assume it yeah. was just I, maybe, yeah, just just televised probably in the UK. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Bryce, you got oh, anything else? Yeah, we do have another edition of Track Talk being uh, released this afternoon, probably around two or three p.m. Uh, tune in because Matt Ridgeway goes on a massive rant, and you will all want to hear it. It's pretty good. Pretty good rant. Yeah, I kind of figured he was going to go off. Because he was not happy on social media um, during the uh, race on Sunday, so I was like, "Oh, this is going to be fun." It's going to. I just I uh, just set it up and shut up and let Matt rant for about thirty minutes. But it's pretty good, though. I mean, it's it's uh, he hits on a lot of things, and they are all, I mean, spot on. All of his rants are completely spot on there. So, yeah, it was a good time. Between like two and three p.m., it'll be released today. So keep an eye out. Awesome. Uh, we will be interviewing a few more football coaches this week, so be on the lookout for some more afternoon drives with five. Um, that is coming up. I got a text message from a football coach last night asking uh, when we can start talking. So that'll was it, that'll was it be Arthur fun. Smith? Uh, no, it was not Arthur oh, Smith. Darn. He hasn't returned my calls. Imagine that. Uh, the restraining order apparently goes into effect today as well, so... You know, going up to his door and knocking and trying to get an interview apparently is frowned upon. I guess that means you can't go to the Falcons games. You know, that restraining order, you can't be within a certain amount of feet, right? Oh, that's a shame. That's going to bring my total from last year from zero down to zero again this year. So that's a shame. <laughs> I, I hate that. <laughs> that's it for the Tuesday edition of the, of the Morning Five. Uh, for Bryce, I am Billy. Have a great day, everybody. We'll talk to you all tomorrow morning. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors! <laughs>